Go home. Go home. Go home. Alright guys, and welcome to episode 68 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Padour, along with my co-host, Tank Team Partner, Best Friend, Brian Avishakar. Brian, yo, how you doing? I'm good, what's going on? Oh, that's great. Yes. How's, how's, your, uh, how's your week been? It's been really busy. Yeah? Yep. Off the heels of AX, right into Comic-Con. You were, you were back-to-back with conventions, yep. man. You just, you kept, you just kept riding it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. Comic-Con was, Comic-Con was nuts. We were there. You were there pretty much every day. I was there. Yep. I was there when I could be. Said hi and bye to people when I said hi and bye to people, and that was pretty much it. And um, uh, what did you think of Comic Con overall? I thought our panel was good. Oh, I I thought Comic Con as a convention sucked a fat dick. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't fun. Everything I wanted to go to was a chore. Yeah. Um, That's pretty much Comic Con, though. You know what I mean? Like no, nothing about the convention of Comic Con is what I want, except for the fact that somehow it's still loosely tied into wrestling. Yep. And I was able, uh, if you guys didn't check out uh, at our Twitter, at Go Home Show, um, I tweeted out a picture with the Younger Bucks. Uh-huh. And then I was hanging out, and my uh, my good friend Eddie um, came up, and he was like, hey, you know, I heard Sami Zayn's here today. And I'm like, what? He's not, he's not even supposed to be here. Um, and then my friend uh, got a text from him, and it was like, oh, yeah, he's over in, like, C-Hall. And I'm like, well, we're in B-Hall. Yep. So I ran over, he was at the same booth with the Young Bucks, got a picture with Sami Zayn. So did I. I was very jealous that I didn't go that day because I didn't get to meet the Young Bucks. But I met Sami Zayn on a different day because he was just there and he was hanging out with mm-hmm. uh, Victoria, former WWE Women's Champion. For those of you who see the video, bought a Bullet Club thingy. Yep, that's right. Speaking of video, we're streaming live on twitch.tv slash Eric Bedour. Um, hopefully I can figure out the video version for YouTube this week, but here's the thing. I can't locally record while I'm streaming, apparently, because I need a license. I almost threw up. Uh, I don't feel good. So if this is a little low energy, if this show's a little low energy, I don't feel good. <laughs> and I'm very sorry. So We'll power through. We'll, this might, who knows what kind of show this will be. A weird one. This Everyone's going to listen to this one and just go, what happened? Here's what happened. I don't feel good. We're, this uh, episode uh, 68 of the Go Home Show is WWE Worst Weird Episode. Worst Weird Episode. Welcome to hell, rat <laughs> face. Uh, Tyson Kidd almost was paralyzed or almost died. Yeah. Tyson, Tyson Kidd has an injury that he got neck surgery on. with like He's like five screws and a, like a rod in his spine, in his neck. And he's like, oh, you know, miracle, I'm lucky to be alive. And then Meltzer <clears throat> came out and said, yeah, he is lucky to be alive. Uh, 5% chance of surviving, and of those 5% that survive, almost all of them are quadriplegics. The closest injury to this would be Christopher Reeve. So, confirmed Tyson Kidd is stronger than I, Superman. I, I mean, I, I don't even want to joke because that's like the scariest fucking thing I've yeah. ever heard. Tyson Kidd, our thoughts, and we don't pray, but our prayers are out to you, yep. and uh, uh, please vibes. please get well soon. We were always saying, like, oh, he got injured. Hopefully he comes back. Hopefully he wrestles again. Hey, man. Don't, don't worry about don't, it. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> it's all right, man. It's really okay. You're fine. We love you. 
pet your cats, hang out at home, like just feel good and be good and do good. And that's all you can do. Um, really fucking crazy that that would happen. Right. I mean, that's bananas. I, I'm, I'm really bummed about it because, you know, Tyson Kidd was finally getting a little bit of a fair shake Man, he was really moving up and, and I don't know, it really sucks to see. Like, he finally had, like, a t-shirt, and he was, like, getting over with the crowd, and him and Cesaro were, like, doing their shit. They were so good. I almost want to get, like, a Cesaro kid shirt just out of, like, support, Mm -hmm. but I don't know that that goes back to It's just, it's, you know, Tyson Kidd, great worker, seems like a great guy, really proud of him for what he did in professional wrestling, and um, I think he's going to be one of those guys that we'll talk about for years, just like, oh, man... Remember Tyson? Oh yeah, no. remember? Oh, remember when he? Remember his comeback in NXT? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, you remember? You remember him and Cesar? Oh, what a fucking cool run! Yeah, because he, he had a good year because yeah. of NXT. So, yeah, I'm I'm very happy to see. You know, I'm just glad he's I'm glad he's well. I'm yeah. glad that I'm glad he's doing well. Um, uh, but yeah, that, sorry, that's okay. I lost my train of thought. That's um, okay. Um. I had an interesting thought from conversations because that was really cool for all of you guys who actually came up and talked to us. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of people come up and talk to us. We got Rikishi autographs. We got some WCW trading cards. Yep. It's awesome. Um, it, we got championship belt, like a paper championship belt that mm-hmm. I I yelled at the CEO of Rooster Teeth that he might be the CEO, but I'm the champ. Yeah. Hell yeah. He, well, he didn't have a, a rebuttal. That's but true. In, uh, in that talking, maybe I brought this up last week because I meant to, um, like, I, I keep watching, like, Clips from this year's, um, the, the, like, WrestleMania. Yep. And it's that ending shot, and you're like, man, that was really cool. And then you re- then you remember how bad this year's WrestleMania was. Mm-hmm. This is two years in a row we had triple threat mats, effectively, mm-hmm. for the main event of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. This is also two years in a row where the champion mm-hmm. wasn't the decision. Yeah. Well, of course. That just doesn't sit with me. Yeah, that's that's you gotta have you have to protect your champ, and that's the reason. I and I and I get it. A lot of times, even in like the seventies and the eighties, the champ wouldn't drop the belt to like the next it guy who was gonna be like the champ. Mm-hmm. He would drop it to a transition guy who would hold it for like a couple of months, who would have like a super short run, like mm-hmm. a little fluky run, mm-hmm. and then um, like the next guy. Like that happened with Flair a lot. Yeah. Um, but Flair, Flair did. I don't think Flair, I don't think Hogan wanted to either. I think they didn't want to get pinned by like the next guy. Yeah. Um, but that, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I think, I think a lot of that is still around. I think there's a lot of, um, uh, that mentality of like protecting your spot and all this stuff. And like, you know, your station is your, is your money. Yeah. You know, where you are on the card determines like your paycheck, but. You know, that's maybe not necessarily true every week, especially with three hours of TV on a Monday night. Um, but, but I don't know. I, it's, I guess, it's interesting. I guess for me is that WrestleMania has always been that sort of event where the next it guy takes it over. Yeah, I agree. With the Attitude Era starting with, you know, Stone Cold. And, mm-hmm. and like, it's always the definitive win. And, uh, and, and you know, it's typically changing hands at a WrestleMania. Right. The, the World Heavyweight Championship. So, yep. uh, for me, I just think it's like... Why, like, I get last year's, and last year's was great because it was vindication. Right. It was, yeah, I'm sorry, like, WrestleMania 30. It was vindication. The Yes Movement culminated right. with this, with him winning the title. Like, that's what you want. Uh-huh. And so it was okay that he didn't pin Randy Orton. Again, yeah, I mean, fine. I mean, I don't think Randy Orton would have looked bad on the loss. No, but, you know, that's that's the way it goes. Yeah. 
Who but, can you, you know, for Seth Rollins to, to come in and do it, and I get that you have to build the feud, but for him to do it... Yep. It, it, again, that's mm-hmm. the only thing that I had a problem with, I yep. guess. Um, so, again, we want to reiterate, we, we are streaming live on twitch.tv slash Eric Bedour. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to get the uh, the video version of this podcast onto YouTube. Um, everyone's going to be mad this week, because it's definitely not going to be the video version, because I have to figure out exploit license bullshit. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry. We'll figure it out. Don't if, worry. Hey, honestly, if I didn't feel like I wanted to die, um, oof, uh, then I would probably have it. Now, Pat, weird, weird, wild, weird, wild episode or whatever. Worst episode. Worst. Wild and crazy kids. Wild and crazy kids. Thank you to our sponsor, Wild and Crazy Kids. Thank you to our sponsor, Donnie Jeffcoat. There's one person watching this who went, Donnie Jeffcoat, what the fuck? And it was actually Donnie Jeffcoat. Uh... That was one of the guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, oh, the smell of that beer is like fucking me. Oh, up. no. Oh, my God. Okay, Brian, Lucha Underground. Let's go. Brian, let's go. Hey. Pentagon. Wait. What? Wasn't it? Was it a Pentagon promo before? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's a Pentagon promo where he's like, Maestro, I'm going to fucking sacrifice. Oh, yeah. I'm going to fucking sacrifice Ian Hodkinson. Hod- Hod- is that Vampiro's real name? I don't know. Probably. Okay. Like, oh, that's cool. I thought that was a fucking cool promo. I thought that was, like, it was mystical and shit, and it was weird. Yeah, I like Pentagon Jr.'s look, and I really I like his ev- mask. I like everything about Pentagon Jr., man. That guy's fucking sick. I don't know. Um, uh, so we get into our opening contest. It's uh, scheduled for one fall. Cage versus the Mac. Return of the Mac. I was going to sing a song. Uh, I did not. There Again, it is. We're, we're Weird Wild episode. Sorry. One more time. One more time. Fast. This match starts out fast and hard. These guys are fucking duking it out. Yeah, I really are. like when these two guys... I really like um, when these two guys go at it. Yeah. A lot. I think they're a lot of fun to watch. Um, yep. Mac hits a running suplex on Cage. I thought that looked good. Yes. Uh, Cage hits a stall suplex. I thought that was fucking sick. Uh, there's just a monster turnbuckle exploder by oh, Mac. Man. I thought that looked so good. Uh, rolling clothesline by Cage just fucking destroys Mac. I thought that looked so good. Uh, these guys, these guys were kicking out of stuff, but not stuff that was like, "Oh wow, how I can't believe they kicked out of that." Mm-hmm. It was more like, "Oh fuck, that was a big ass fucking move. That was fucking sick." Mm-hmm. So it was that kind of thing. Um, the end of the match came with a, a schoolboy roll through by the Mac. He he like schoolboyed and then put like all of his weight on top of Cage's legs. Yeah, so, grabbed the tights yep, or whatever, and, and it was like. Oh, that was really cool. Because I think it made Mac look good, but it didn't. I don't think it hurt Cage too much. Um, so I, I like the finish. Um, I like the finish of that match a lot. Mm-hmm. That's exact- I like that. I like that match a lot. Anyway, yep. I thought I thought Lucha Underground this week was super good. The, this what I wrote for for this match was yeah. yeah. This match is very you know the match itself was was okay, uh-huh. but it was a it was a foundation match. It set it set the exactly you know, it yeah. set the uh, the the. Next two weeks up until Ultima Lucha, or whenever Ultima Lucha. Yeah. Because they they keep not announcing a day. Yeah, it's uh, it's telling a story for whatever's coming up next and everything. So it's it's cool, and I and I like I like the finish, and I my exact same comments that I that you wrote were that it's it's not making anybody look bad. Yeah, it yeah it um, Lucha Underground, like we say every week, is um, great at. Booking to its strengths mm-hmm. and hiding its weaknesses. Mm-hmm. My only complaint to Lucha Underground has been that you name number one contenders and then make the number one contender fight for number one contendership. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. That, that I don't. That I don't get. But a match like this in WWE, I would have hated because it wouldn't have done any of the like 
of the service to the story yeah. that this one did. Yep. So that's this is one thing that I like that I wanted to make like if you guys didn't notice it, watch this match and compare it to like a WWE match of the same kind. Uh-huh. And there's a substance to this match that doesn't necessarily have to be the wrestling in the ring. Yeah, exactly. So. I, I agree. Uh, again, Lucha Underground is the best weekly program of, of wrestling. Absolutely. Like, we don't really watch ROH. I watched the Young Bucks. I watched that episode, the the oh, cool. bu- the Bullet Club, um, Bullet Club taking on Rapongi Vice and Okada, oh, and then awesome. uh, Nakamura against uh, Roddy. Damn. Yeah, I know. It, I watched I watched those matches because everyone kept talking about them. I thought the Nakamura Roddy match was good, but yeah. I didn't. I thought that one got a lot of credit. Um, I thought it was really good, and it really ramped up at like the end. That Bullet Club Rapongi Vice, all that. Mm-hmm. That was a really fun match too. Um, but I don't think either one were like, oh, people were going like match of the year. I don't think they were match of the year. I thought they were really, really good matches. But um, I've had more fun with other matches this year. I just mm-hmm. thought I thought those were really, really good. That's cool. it. Cool. Um, so go check out Ring of Honor because we really, you know, we need to be watching that too. Yeah, we we just, it's too much. We don't have time. Way too much. Havoc is backstage, and then Katrina shows up, and then Ivelisse makes the save, and then Katrina's like, yeah, fucking death is coming to you. Fuck you. And then disappear, and then there's like a rom com fucking. Ivelisse falls over on the Son of Havoc, and then uh, Angelico's standing there, and he goes, don't tell me you two are getting back together again. I loved this segment. <laughs> I thought this segment was exactly what... It, listen, if you guys have seen the OVA from Fatal Fury from like back in 1993... You're a fucking nerd. Well, don't pretend like you haven't seen it and borrowed it from me more than I, one time. I have... Um, this is the part where it's like, oh man, my really wants to get with Andy. Yep. But Andy's like, no. And then Terry comes in and goes, what are you silly folks doing in here? Don't tell me you're getting whacked together. I had so much fun because it was entertaining in the whole like substance of Mil Martis. And then once Katrina left, it was these guys' character. Yep. And it was awesome. I liked it. So it just gives you more trio stuff, which he at least getting injured really fucking hurt that. Because um, that, that could have been really cool. Um, but, they're, but yeah, but they're leading up. She actually just had her in-ring return mm. uh, this last weekend, I think. Where at? Uh, I don't know, somewhere in Texas. Ah. I think somewhere down in Tejas. Uh, Vampiro and Pentagon uh, interview. <clears throat> uh, Vampiro, sorry. Sorry for the Burt podcast. Uh, <laughs> Vampiro's like, yo, man. I don't fucking fight nobody no more, man. That was me, and I lost my family, and I fucking don't even do that no more. I don't fucking do that, man. I don't fucking fight nobody. It's just me and my daughter, man. I don't fucking know. I don't. That's not my. It's not who I was, and not who I am. I'm not him anymore. I don't fight nobody. Yeah, I say. And then Mil Muertes is just like, hey, you're fucking pussy. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty much that. It was. Uh, I thought like Pentagon like got all up his face like provoking him and stuff. I thought that was so fucking good. Yep. Uh, Pen- Pentagon was like the star of this fucking show. He was awesome, man. I thought every every time he was on screen, I was so like, I was like fascinated. Yeah, I was. His, his I didn't whole, know it was gonna his happen. His whole man. like look, everything about him. He's so like what I love about wrestling. He's so he's like so edgy and so different and so fun to watch. And so I don't know. It's it's very cool to see. It's very cool to see him do well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's good to, like, he really adapts and lives the gimmick that he has. Yeah. And it's, and, it, and it's very believable. Yep. So. It's, it's pretty cool. I like the, the whole, the whole master thing, like, pray to, my, pray to my master and, like, I'm gonna have a sacrifice. I thought that's so fucking mm-hmm. cool. Um, Mil Muertes versus Havoc, one-on-one. Damn. 
My first note is the size difference. Oh my god. Oh my. Yeah. That's that's why I said damn. Yeah. Because holy shit. Uh, we talked about this before, but Milmuertes does what Bro- uh, Brock Lesnar done, does. He only goes down when he like really needs to. Yeah. Uh, he goes down more than Brock does, but he uh, he goes down <clears throat> to sell only when he has to. Mm-hmm. I think. And then even when he's down, he pops back up pretty fast. Um, I really like that. I think mm-hmm. that's cool. Havoc gets tossed over the top and then into chairs, and then he just gets fucking beat around the arena. Mm-hmm. That's like he's just fucking tossed around. Milwaukee uses a chair, beats the shit out of Son of Havoc, and then power bombs him onto the table, and then he like throws the camera. I thought that was so fucking cool. Yeah, everything about him is just like scary as shit, in your face and mean, and I don't know. I I love cool. I love that in Lucha Underground things don't break unless they need to. Yep. Because when he got power bombed onto the table, it was well. I like that. That's a spot. Yeah. Like that that's like a move that he does. Yeah. Like that's the second time he's done that. He's just like, Yeah, I just do this shit. Like that's what the fuck I do. It's but like, that's cool as to shit. To me, it looked like it, it meant more. It had more weight than when somebody gets powerbombed through the table on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Oh, the table I, bro. I, I agree. You I know, agree. it's like, um, well, yeah, the table looks like it just collapsed because you told it to. He he power bombs people and it just looks so fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. He's Mil Muertes is like just what I like in a powerhouse wrestler. Like he's he's a Brock Lesnar type guy who's just He's good, man. He's fun mm-hmm. to watch. I really enjoy him week to week. Um, Havoc dives on Muertes. He hits a stomp, a moonsault, and gets a one count. Just like... like oh, man, he's sewing over his fucking head. Jesus. Uh, Muertes goes for a choke slam. Uh, Havoc backflips out of it. That I've never, ever seen. Oh, that. really? I've, I've never, ever I've seen, seen that. that before, and it looks really cool. Yeah. Like, I think that's such a cool spot. Mm-hmm. Havoc lifts Muertes for like half a second. Yeah. Hey. Like, that's fucking... Damn, man. And this goes back to what we were saying, you know, in every episode, that at any point in this match, it's believable that both combatants could win. Yep, exactly. Um, I I feel like uh, I feel like the crowd was really into this match, too. Oh, yeah. I feel yeah. like they were super into this whole show. They um, were they were super hot. I love the crowd in Lucha Underground. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, there's a shooting star press by Havoc, but he misses. Katrina and Ivelisse get into it on the outside, and then the Disciples of Death jump in Helico. Uh, Havoc dives on everyone to the outside to make the save. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mil hits a spear and a flatliner for the win. The trio's champs are all laid out, and then there's a lick of death on Havoc as Mil Muertes fucking stands over dead bodies. It's it's cool. I really I like the finish of this match. I like the build of it. Yep. I thought it was a good road path for Mil Muertes to go down. Mm-hmm. You have somebody who is about to face the main champion yep. go against you know one of the more notable guys from the a, trios champions a, a fan favorite he beat another champion and yeah. that's and the, you know it means something and and it doesn't look bad for no. son of havoc no because uh, obviously you're looking at that size difference and you're like holy shit like there's no fucking way but yeah. like him putting up a fight makes him look really strong and he didn't lose in a bad way mm-hmm. he lost to the guy who's going to probably win mm-hmm. the lucha underground championship so i, w- I would think yeah long term Great booking because yep, Son of like Havoc it. still looks strong. Yep. Uh, Tejano promo. He comes out next and he starts cutting in uh, a promo in English. He's, he says he's doing this for La Raza. And he's, yeah. He's Mexican. He's Mexico. He's fucking, he's the shit. He is Mexico. He calls out Chavo and the crew come out and jump Tejano. So they're beating the shit out of him. Blue Demon comes out and makes the save. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, Mr. Cisco tosses him a chair and then Blue Demon just fucking kills Tejano with a chair fucking destroyed him with it yep um he beats the shit out of tejano he says that he is mexico and demon versus tejano is going to be happening at uh ultima lucha okay i'm down for that yeah i'm super stoked i like i like how fast it happened and Mm -hmm. and i like 
Uh, I like Tejano's promo. I thought the crowd was into it. Um, I like the, the twists and turns. I like that Blue Demon kind of like heel turned and for some reason he's like kind of hanging out with the crew but I have a feeling he's not really hanging out with the crew. It's just kind of like convenience. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Next we get the first ever Atomicos tag match. Uh, the team of El Patron, Sexy Star, Drago, and Aerostar take on uh, Johnny Mundo, Hernandez, Jack Evans, and Superfly. Uh, everyone in this match has beef with other people. Um, so I thought that was really cool. I yeah. thought this match was really well booked and a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, um, and I love that this was their main event. Yeah, right? I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was really, really fun. Um, I, I don't I don't even know how to call this match. Here, here's what I wrote. Yeah. Aerostar fucking tears it up at the beginning. Yep. That guy is so much fun to watch. He doesn't get... I don't think he gets his due in uh, Lucha Underground for like the spot he's in and everything. Mm-hmm. I think he's really good and a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Um, the Rudos mob Alberto on the outside... There are dives everywhere. I like that Alberto was like beating the shit out of Jack Evans early in the match. This whole match breaks down, and here's the note that I had. Just watch this match. Wow. Like, I really, I really recommend people watch this match. Yeah. It was, it was really fun. This match to me was, was how I wished all eight man tags on WWE Raw, like, or any, any product that they put out. This is, this is what you do when you have eight men. Yeah. That means that you can have action going on that makes sense that is, like, not going to be weird. Yeah. With this episode, like, this match especially, like, the pacing of it mm-hmm. was super fun, super fast, but it didn't, like, it wasn't breakneck speed. No, no. I thought I thought everything was paced pretty well. They mm-hmm. have, like, a big kind of, like, daisy chain finish type thing, sort of, where uh, Alberto hits an armbar on Jack Evans, and Jack's going to tap, but then Mundo hits End of the World uh, on Alberto, and then Mundo pins, pins Sexy Star. Mm-hmm. And so you have the bad guys going over. I thought that was really good. And it's like, yeah, we did it. Oh, never mind. Pentagon Jr. comes out. He jumps Vampiro, beats the shit out of him, pours gasoline on him, and, and then says, I terrorize you. Fuck yeah. That's the coolest fucking thing I think I've ever seen. Then he then he lights a Zippo lighter, threatens to light this man on fire, blows it out, and the show ends. It was fucking sick. Like, please watch Lucha Underground. For the love of God, I don't know what else you could want. A scary skeleton man jumped to a cholo announcer, poured gasoline on him, and told him, I terrorize you. <laughs> Holy fuck. It's fucking crazy. Damn. Uh, NXT. Yep. Well, what'd you think of Lucha Underground? Lucha Underground is, man... Uh, great great as always. How? I mean, how many times do we have to tell you? Great as always. Just just watch it. Just watch it and, and, and revel in its splendor. Yep. Uh, Dana Brooke and Emma... They're, they're teaming up, and they're going to take on Sasha and her mystery partner. Greg, you as the announcer, as, like, the ring announcer. It's awful. You suck. You're bad. You can you just stick to interviewing people, man. <laughs> you're don't, not. Don't even do that. You're not. He's not a good interview either. He's, I don't have a problem with his interview. Uh, I, like, he, him as, like, an, as, like, the ring announcer just, I, I like, muted it. It's bad. It was so it, bad. There I was, felt like there was no, there was like no mm-mm. rhythm to it. There wasn't anything. And it felt like he was forgetting things. Yeah, it was really funny. It was weird. It was really funny. Uh, Dana Brooke comes out and cuts a promo, and she's like, "Hey, you fucking Sasha Banks, who the fuck's gonna be your teammate?" And then Banks slays Dana. It's fucking slay me. Slaying it. Slay me, hunty. Slay it, hunty. And then, uh, and then uh, Sasha's like, "I'm gonna fucking beat you up, both of you." Fucking Miss Piggy. 
hell yeah. That was funny. And then uh, I love I love Sasha in this segment. And then Charlotte comes down and she evens the odds and the odds are even. Yep. It was fucking. I don't like this at all. No. I thought this. I I get it because like the end of the match, it makes sense. But um, the entire match, I just didn't know why she was there. Yeah, and that's fine because like it's explained afterwards, and I don't need everything handed to me, so it's whatever. Charlotte takes a beating in this match. Um, she hot tags to Banks. Banks hits, uh, du- running double knees to the corner uh, from standing and then from sitting. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Hit the uh, Banks statement, and then Charlotte walks in the figure eight. Uh, Banks, Banks, and, Banks and, and Charlotte win. And uh, then post-match, they shake hands, and then Charlotte grabs a mic, and she says uh, title shot. she wants her title shot like she was promised. It's like, oh. Okay. Well, hey, all right, that makes sense. That's cool. I kind of would have liked... I think that could have worked into, like, the match of, like... I get it. I would... I personally, knowing that, like, oh, there's, like, a title match in the works, whatever. Um, I think I would have booked it differently had Charlotte come out and not just like the match start, Charlotte comes out, grabs a mic and she says, I'm here. I'm your partner. You promised me a title match. Let's do it. And then you have a contentious relationship. Yeah. So you still have a heel face dynamic because otherwise this match doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like I didn't think this match made any sense until they said that. But then when you go back and look at it, it still doesn't make sense. Cause they were like really front. They were doing like, we did fun high fives and we used to be a tag team. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but you kind of, I think you kind of blew that dynamic there. Right. And, that, um, and that's that's really how I felt I, about I this just, match. I just think you could have booked it differently and had something that was a lot stronger um, storytelling-wise. That's that's my complaint with this match, is that it just didn't feel like the story was yeah. as cohesive as they, they mm-hmm. wanted it to be. But Also, after Raw, NXT is going to suck. Jeez. It's going to suck. Uh, it's going to be so bad. Shitty. It's going to be really bad. Um, Sorry, guys. Daily promo about her broken hand. She's like, oh, I'm fucking... My hand's all fucked up. Sorry. Okay, sorry. That's The know. cool thing I've been seeing her do is when she had her hand broken or whatever, um, when she goes to like the, uh, the house show events, mm-hmm. she goes to like, the kids in the crowd, and she lets the kids sign her cast. Oh, that's really cool. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking great. That's like such a that's like such a face thing to do. I I really like Bailey. Mm-hmm. I think that Bailey doesn't need to do anything else in NXT. Yeah, she's well. I think I think she'll win the championship, and that'll be good. And you'll get a you'll get a big heel over her, um, and that'll be good because uh, it sh- it'll show her strength, and then you can bring her up. Yeah, um, I get you. Balor versus Owens. I'm not even gonna. Did you take notes on this? I already saw I, it. I I took some notes because I didn't talk about it last week, mm-hmm. and I hadn't watched it, so I was really happy because I did want to yeah. watch it. Mm-hmm. What'd you uh, think? I thought it was shorter. Than I expected it uh-huh, to be, uh-huh. um, but you know, I really did enjoy that uh, that this match was just like like crowd the crowd being that hot for somebody in Japan. In Japan is so impressive. I just I love that Owens threw the flowers and then, what a fucking dick. <laughs> it's so funny. He's he, just it's funny because he's just we look at it and we're like, what a great heel. And it's like, no, he's just not working for a pop. He's, he's working for booze. Nobody else gets booze. Like nobody else is working to get booed. He's actively like screaming at people and doing mean things. I don't know. Yep. He, he plays a heel well. That's it. Yep. And um, that, and that was all I really had is that it, this match really painted him as the heel and Balor had such a huge pop. Mm-hmm. And I love that it was, it was booked the way it was. Yeah. And the streamers and everything I thought was really cool. Yep. I just want to point out in our uh, Twitch chat at twitch.tv slash Eric Bedore. JV Empire wrote, NXT is the place to be. That's why everyone's going to the main roster. Yep. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, so this is a good match in Balor 1, the mm-hmm. match, and then you have a post 
Post-match thing, Owens attacks the camera. Hey, what? Hey, are you sad that you lost? No, he's fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad Gable promo. Chad Gable is the only hope NXT has right now. He really is. He is. He's good in the ring. Like, I've seen him a couple of times. He's Uh fun to watch. Um, He has a shitty personality, so I I like him. I like him. And then uh, he says, Jason Jordan doesn't want to be my partner. And then J.J. comes in. J.J. says, let's go. And uh, then Chad Gable says, I'm ready, willing, and and he holds up his thing. Gable, he's such a fucking dork. I love how much of a dork he is. It's awesome. He looks such like a such fucking, a nerd. Such a fucking loser. Um, backstage promo. What is Solomon Crow's gimmick? Can you explain to me? He's, I don't care. The fact that they called him NXT's little monster made me go. Oh my god! Made me go. You're down the wrong path. Who put like? Hey guys, <laughs> hey guys. We're gonna really get this guy over with the crowd. Yeah. What, what's over with the crowd right now? Oh, like, uh, kind of like natural gimmicks or like some stuff that's like really over the top. Cool. What are we going to do with this guy? All right. We're going to uh, say that he's a hacker mm-hmm. and also he's NX- NXT's little monster. Oh, wow. Little monster is probably the work, the worst nickname uh-huh. ever. Uh-huh. So little monster took on small business cane in a match for the ages. I, I just love that Corey Graves immediately calls this match as a, um, uh, well, he calls Solomon Crow, not this match, as just a Lady Gaga fan. Yeah, I like that. He calls it that, isn't that? Isn't that what Lady Gaga calls her fans? Yep. Awesome heel. Yep. He's uh, oh Cor- Corey Graves was my favorite part. I have I actually have notes on the main event of yep. Corey Graves. Oh he's god, very funny. He's he's um, so good on the on on the commentary he's, team. He's, he's so good. He's quick witted and it's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I want to reiterate. I don't know what the fuck Solomon Crow's gimmick is. Mm-mm. He was supposed to be a hacker. He's literally never hacked anything. Well, he hacked the like. The... He punches. He punched the apron a couple times. I don't know. Maybe small biz, small business. Kane is in control at the beginning of this match. Um, Solomon small Crow hits a spinning cutter, business. which is just an RKO. Small business. Kane. I just got it. <laughs> it's corporate Kane. Small business. Kane. No, I can't. Know. So Solomon Crow hits an RKO from for some reason. That's probably not good. And then. Uh, Crow hits a, a running corner knee, then a low drop kick to the leg of Small Business Kane, and then Crow locks in a crowbar, which is the stretch muffler. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Veronica in our chat says that Solomon Crow looks like a furry goth. He does? You're not wrong. Uh, let me tell you my notes for this match. Please. What the fuck is this match? Mm-hmm. I don't like either of these two right now, uh. and stop yelling. They just kept yelling. They did. Keep, there was a lot oh, of like. Noise. Stop it. Let's be. You know why you could hear him so well? Because hmm? the crowd didn't care. No, because wh- why would I? Marcus Louis has been gone for six months. Yep. And he still looks the same. Let let the poor man grow his hair. Yeah, I know. The, the gimmick change, please. Whatever. Small business can't go away. Vaudevillain's promo. Uh, then you get a, a Balor backstage handshakes with Neville Cesaro, and then Cena comes up, and Cena goes, "Hey man, you made it. Hey man, nice shot." And then they shake hands. Next week, we had a Sami Zayn medical update. Me and Brian met Sami Zayn. Here's the medical update. He's, he's fine. He's fine, but he's probably still hurt. Um, he just wasn't in a sling. That's it. You saw the picture. Uh, Villains versus Enzo and Cass. Graves is perfect in this mm-hmm. commentary role. So you're saying the... Some, somebody asked Graves. So you're saying the Villains are the favorites? <laughs> Corey Graves' <laughs> retort to that is, I personally think either of these teams would be terrible champions. <laughs> Uh, he's so good. Sort of dick. 
uh, Enzo takes a beating through this match. Corey Graves flubs lines, and then he just goes, I blew that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that's right. I think it's because it's genuine. Yeah. The fact that it's genuine, like, really strikes me as, like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, because it really, to me, seems like yeah. he's enjoying doing what he's doing. Yep. And that's uh, always a good time. Get a hot tag to Cass. Cass hits a boot and a boss man slam. Uh, Air Enzo gets stopped, and then there's a flying crossbody by Enzo. There's rolled through by English, uh, who gets the pin and the win. So the number one contenders are the Vaude villains. Enzo and Cass get stepped over one more time. Uh, I don't get this match. I don't understand why they booked it the way that they did. I don't see why you have them get stepped over, as you just said. Because what you just had was a face team mm-hmm. versus a heel team, which are the vaudevillians as the heels, and mm-hmm. the faces are Enzo and Cass. Right. Oh, I think I think the vaudevillians are going to take... Excuse me. I think the vaudevillians are going to take the titles from Blake and Murphy and then... Uh, and Zone Castle feud with them. Sure. But now you have people who are solidified heels as the champions. Right. But, facing but a the, team that's but, just played heel. But the vo- the vaudevillains, I guess they're heel. They don't necessarily act like it. And they get, excuse me, they get pops anyway. Like, they get cheers. They're, what do they do? What do they do that's heelish? What do they do as heels? They're dastardly. But, I mean, the, the thing is... It's not what they do; it's how they're built to be heels. I, I get, I get it. But if you're built to be a heel and you don't do anything that's a heel, anything, mm-hmm. are you a heel? Like I don't know. Yeah. Um. So I don't. I just kind of like. I, I get. I absolutely understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. If I didn't believe that they were going into that match as faces, then I would be with you. But they are. So yeah, that's it. Um. NXT. What did you think? Uh. Well, one match wasn't. Recorded that day. Uh-huh. Um, and really, you only had one good match. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that I'm that I'm kind of getting annoyed with with NXT. That it's WCW Saturday night? That you only have one good match, uh-huh. two good matches. Mm-hmm. One good men's wrestling match, mm-hmm. and one good, well, whatever the women's wrestling is. But that match is typically also yep. very good. Yep. Like, where, where is what I liked about NXT a year ago? Yep. I agree. I'm with you. It, is it developmental? Obviously it is, because half of your female roster just got called just up. Just got called up. Guys, it's the place to be. Oh, never mind, guys. Whatever. And, and and you fast-tracked one guy into, you know, his third pay-per-view now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's interesting. NXT is uh, I think I think we're gonna see I think the uh, the golden age of NXT. This sounds so fucking like uh, it's just podcast. Don't even. I know it, it's, it's a wrestling podcast. It's I, fine. It's like you're good. It's it just the gold like that golden age of like wow this is the best wrestling on TV is kind of you it's, know it's 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 kind of run its course and it's being booked like a um, like a show that doesn't matter as much. Mm-hmm. Every every match in Lucha Underground matters. Every match in NXT doesn't matter anymore. Mm-mm. That's it. Uh, Raw. Hey, that car's there. Oh, fuck. It just, I just got hit with like a wave of feeling like shit. Okay, oh. here we go. Hey, that car's there. Uh, Heyman and Lesnar come out and they cut a promo. Uh, Rollins comes out and interrupts. I thought that Heyman's promo here is good. Surprise. Yeah. That Rollins promo was okay. It wasn't great. Mm-mm. My favorite part is when he went... Blah, 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 blah. When he fucked up a line and then went... Blah, 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 and then started yelling at the crowd because yep. he fucked up. 
Yep. Hey. What a shit heel move. Hey, you fucked you fucked up so bad you had to yell at the crowd that you fucked up so bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's funny. But what a good recovery. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, it was fine. You know, it was, like, I mean, I, it wasn't stellar, but it was a good way to yeah. not look bad. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't get the axe handle thing. Do you? No. Hey, I'm going to be able to stick. Okay. Hey, do an axe handle smash. Or, I don't know. It just seems silly. Also known as a Polish hammer. Um, Don't worry, Brian. We're off to a, to a hot start. Big Show and Sheamus versus Randy Orton and Ryback. And with The Miz on commentary. I literally fell asleep during this match. <laughs> there's a back there's a barricade backdrop on Sheamus by Randy Orton. There's a lot of loud talking in this match. There's a choke slam reversal by uh, Big Show goes for a choke slam on Orton. Orton reverses it into a DET. Uh, meat hook clothesline called for, but then Orton kind or uh, I'm sorry, right back gets distracted by the Miz who jumps up on the apron. Uh, and then uh, Big Show KO punches Ryback and then chases Miz outside of everything. And then uh, as as Ryback's kind of like trying to get up, Sheamus comes in. He's gonna brogue kick him or whatever, and then Randy Orton just gets up behind Sheamus and like starts making fun of him because Sheamus is Sheamus yeah. is doing like thumbs down, and Randy Orton goes, oh, 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 starts giving thumbs up and thumbs down. So fucking funny. And then he RKO's Sheamus, and then I guess Ryback's new finisher is a big splash because that's what he's been using. Really? Instead of instead yeah. of the shell shock? Yep, he's been using that big splash. I, I don't like mind. the shell shock. Ah, me too. But I think I think the splash looks cool. All right. I like it. Uh, Rollins and Kane promo backstage. I, I do not care. Ambrose versus Wyatt. Again, please no. <laughs> uh, never mind. Reigns jumps uh, Wyatt and then uh, beats him all around fucking everywhere. Then Wyatt decks him with a lantern and runs away. Uh, f- uh, uh, Bray Wyatt gets one up too many times. Why, why do I care about Bray Wyatt? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, uh, he, he, he's not a force to be reckoned with. He's a great promo, but his promos don't matter if he doesn't do anything. Right. And I've literally now twice, mm-hmm. I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I, it, it happened one other time. So last week we were watching Raw and I went, uh, who's Bray Wyatt feuding with? And I wasn't joking. Mm-hmm. It, Eric, Eric looked at me and went, is it, are you joking? No, I forgot. <laughs> and then this week I was talking to my friend at, uh, at SCCC and I'm like, I, I'm i sorry, who's Bray Wyatt feeding with again? I forgot. Oh, yeah, Roman Reigns. Yep. Forgotten twice. Yep. Doesn't matter. Nope. There you go. So, um, I stand by Wyatt gets one up too many times yeah. for being a mastermind. He should be, uh, excuse me, he, uh, he gets the upper hand and he's clever and everything. Like, oh, he used the lantern and got away. But, like, he's not going to win this feud. No. I don't believe he will. No. Nothing will convince me that he will until he actually pins Roman Reigns, which mm-hmm. he won't. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird... It's just weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of don't care about either one of those guys. That, I don't know. Um, Bella's promo. Uh, the Bella's come out. Nikki says, I've held the title for 200 and whatever days, which means she's going to absolutely surpass uh, AJ's... Yeah, uh, AJ's record-holding title run because uh everyone has to be uh shallow and petty in a in a world of make-believe uh stephanie comes out and interrupts i don't know why i don't understand she's like hey i you say that you run this but guess what this is my company and also they said a rare appearance by stephanie mcmahon she was just on last week a rare a rare appearance 
a rare appearance? Wasn't she on? I don't know. Just last week? Triple H wasn't on this week. I thought that was interesting. Oh, um, that's right. Uh, Stephanie comes out and she's like, I fucking run this. Fuck you, fucking bitch. Ooh. And then she says, uh, Paige is going to beat you up. She calls out Paige. And then she says, Paige, you're outnumbered. So guess what? I brought friends. Why Stephanie was out there doing this, I don't understand unless, instead of like letting it happen natural, I don't know. I guess they just wanted like the pops. Becky Lynch makes her debut. Holy shit. What the fuck? Especially because we just got finished watching on NXT how she was injured. Yep. I don't know. But hey, I don't care because, yep. holy shit, Becky yep. Lynch is here. Um, Then Charlotte makes her debut. Okay, so there's Team Paige. That's fucking cool. Like, what a fucking team. Wow. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Naomi and Tamina come out and interrupt, and they're like, yeah, we're, we're the only fucking heavy lifters around here. We're fucking bad. And then... Uh, Sasha Banks debuts, and she's on Naomi's team. What the fuck is going on? I was bummed that she didn't have the women's championship. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. They, get they that. called. They called her the women, the NXT women's champion, and that's why I don't get it. Yep. So I don't know. I thought but, that. Hey, I'm glad she's there. Like, really fucking crazy that like Snoop Dogg sent out an Instagram picture of Sasha Banks, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, the boss debuts." It's my awesome. Cuz. And it was like, "Oh, that's fucking sick." Snoop D O Double G. Yeah. So I thought that was neat. Um, and then, uh, I wrote NXT is going to suck. And then, uh, they team pages team. No, no. Naomi's team stares down the Bellas and then the Bellas team turns around. That's the Bellas with Alicia Fox. They turn around and they're met with pages team. And, um, the crowd is chanting. This is awesome. It's the only time, uh, the women's division gets, this is awesome chance. Mm -hmm. There's all out war. Everybody's taking everyone out. Um, what happens in the middle of the ring is, uh, there's a figure eight by uh charlotte because it's twice as good as her daddy's shut up and then there's an arm bar by becky lynch and then sasha hits the bank statement and the crossface on uh the, the bella's team and then they all escape and that's it i like that shot of all of them yeah. holding their submission moves and it's it's, it's yeah, i think it's supposed to be like hey there's new blood and and hey you know what i like new things too yeah so i'm very excited yeah. but like I just don't have faith in, in, no. in, in have, what they've done. Have more than one Divas storyline and I'll feel good about things because yep. you have you have like a deep division now. That's it. Yep. New Day versus Primetime Players and Mark Henry. New Day cuts a promo about how this town fucking sucks and you're idiots. Darren Young sits on dudes. <laughs> Again? Yep. Titus O'Neil gets beat up. He hot tags Henry. Henry reverses the honor roll, which is the flipping clothesline, mm. that rolling clothesline that mm-hmm. Xavier Woods does. Catches him and hits the world's strongest slam. That was it. Um... <clears throat> So primetime players and Mark Henry win. Lesnar recap from last week, but we all fucking saw that shit. Uh, Barrett versus R-Truth, match of the year. Uh, Truth wins with the lie detector, and then he dresses like an idiot. I literally don't care. I know. Uh, Cena versus Rusev. Well, Cena comes out, and then Rusev comes out, and he's like, I'm going to challenge you for this title. And then um, Owens comes out, and he goes, "Uh, no, I'm going to be challenging him for this title. And then uh, Rusev says, you you French-American or whatever you are, I don't know. I thought that was funny. Um, and then Cesaro comes out, and Cesaro is going to make this triple threat affair. Whoever wins this match is going to face Cena next. Hell yeah. Right after this match ends. Cesaro Blue. We did it. You're welcome. Uh, Cesaro. Cy, <laughs> uh, a lot of fast action. Cannonballs into uppercuts into cannonballs into uppercuts. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens hits, uh, goes for a swanton and gets caught with the knees. I don't think he's hit the swanton in WWE yet. Uh, no, he hit it once on Cena. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. I can't remember if he ever hit the swan. The first match, I think he went for it, missed it, went for it again, and hit it. Oh, okay. Uh, super kicks, Saito suplex by uh, Rusev to Cesaro, superplex powerbomb spot, like Tower of Doom type shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, ugh, tornado DDT by Owens, who goes to pin Cesaro, and then Rusev breaks it up with a top rope headbutt. Uh, double German suplex, where uh, Rusev is being German suplexed by Kevin Owens, who's being German suplexed by Cesaro. Yep. I thought that was really cool. Um, Cesaro does a corkscrew dive to the outside. Torx, corkscrew tope. It looked great. Mm-hmm. Uh, accolade to Owens, but uh, it gets broken up. There's a stall suplex to Rusev, which was awesome. Owens gets mugged by both guys by slapping them both in the face <laughs> and saying, he's mine, he's mine, he's mine, and then they just fucking beat the shit out of him. Owens walks out, and he says, I don't need this. And then uh, Cesaro goes on a fucking uppercut, uppercut slaughter in the corner on uh, Rusev. It's a suplex to the apron to Cesaro by Rusev. Uh, that was fucking... That was fucking crazy. That looked good, like... Uh, yeah. Yep. That was rough. Yep. Rough and tumble. It looked scary. Yes, um, it did. Rusev misses a top rope headbutt. Uh, Cesaro locks in a cross face, which I guess is a move he's going to use. That's cool. I hey, like that. I, I like that he's opening up his moveset. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone rolls in this match. Everyone is so good. Yeah. Everyone is so good Did in this, this match. not feel like a pay-per-view match? It did. It felt bigger than every other match. This is a match of the night by far. Absolutely. Bi- this made Raw worth watching. Absolutely. Um, goes for the accolade. It gets blocked. Cesaro swings Rusev, and it looks so fucking big. It is so cool. And then he locks in the, the sharpshooter. Rusev makes it to the ropes, but it's a no-DQ match, so he has to crawl all the way through. Cesaro dives on the outside, and then uh, Rusev hits a super kick, and that's the end of the match. I thought everyone looked good. I thought everyone looked strong. I thought everyone was, like, fucking tops. And then what's going to happen is that... Oh, excuse me. Uh, I, I assume Cena loses the title, goes away for a couple weeks, like two weeks tops. Yeah. Owens has the title, and then he's going to feud in a triple threat feud with those two guys, and then maybe a one-on-one feud with each. Yep. And, and hey, great way to build a story around mm-hmm. your mid-card. Mid-card's important, again, because there's a title, and the title means something. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. The title seems important. So, now it's Cena versus Rusev. There's a funny shot where Rusev is in the crossface, mm-hmm. and Cesaro's telling him to tap out, and it's this shot that's, like, bokeh, and it's, like, super sharp focus on Rusev, like, screaming, mm-hmm. and Cesaro screaming to, like, tell him to tap out, and then in the background, it's John Cena just <laughs> jumping ready. around. It's so funny. I, that, that like, shot of John Cena getting ready in the background yep. for match for the match when he thought the match was going to be over was killing yeah, me. Yeah, it was really, it was, like, really, really funny. Yeah. Um, the beginning of this match is super slow, but, of course, you can't, you can't come out of, after that match, you cannot come out of the gate red hot, because yep. you have to make the, you have to, like, wind the crowd down to wind them back up. Uh, which we did not get to do because John Cena goes for the AA, gets reversed into the accolade, which I thought looked really good. Mm-hmm. And then Owens comes in, uh, breaks it up, kills everyone, and says if anyone's going to take the title, it's going to be me. Love it. Cool. Kane Rollins promo where Rollins says, you better have a plan. This is on you, idiot. Okay. Nerd. Yep. Uh, tough enough. I did not watch this. I skipped it. Oh, don't care. Stardust promo, which I actually really liked. I thought it was a good Stardust promo. I liked that he's back. I like Stardust. Me I don't too. Have a problem with I'm him. glad he's back. Everyone thought he was going to like turn into Cody because his dad died and he wants to be Stardust, so he's Stardust. Uh, Stardust versus Neville. There was a cool shot before, like, oh, coming up, coming up after break, Stardust versus Neville, and it was like this comic book mm-hmm. look. It was so fucking cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. These two could work well together. I think they do work well together. Stardust is in control for most of this match. Neville hits his rally spots pretty much the same as, as what you'd uh, what you'd expect. And then we don't even get the red arrow. Stardust rolls through and grabs the tights, and he gets a win. Really? Yeah, he cheats to win. I Good liked for him. it. I liked it. And now our main event, uh, the Rollins-Lesnar signing. Rollins comes out and cuts a promo. I thought it was pretty good. 
That was fine. Heyman cuts a promo. It's good, as always. Yeah, of course. Um, Lesnar flips the table. Surprise. It was like, oh, fuck, he flipped the table. And then he found an axe handle taped or whatever to, like, the bottom of the table. Uh, that was like that was like the backup plan. They're like, oh, we're gonna use this axe handle and beat the shit out of Lesnar. Shall not so, intentionally provoke the yeah. beast. So Lesnar grabs the axe handle, uh-huh. turns the table back over, sits down, puts the axe handle on the table on Seth Rollins' side, and just waits. Yeah, it was fucking intimidating. What it was a really badass! Cool. Yep. I love him. Then uh, Rollins is laughing because he's like, oh yeah, now he has the upper hand. Whatever. Lesnar just picks up the table, dumps it on Rollins, attacks Kane. He suplexes Rollins. Attacks Kane on the outside. Rollins dives to the outside and gets caught. And then uh, Kane breaks it up. There's a double team on Lesnar. They're beating the shit out of Lesnar until uh, Lesnar comes back. He F5s Kane on the floor. Rollins runs away. And then uh, Lesnar uses the steel steps to break Kane's ankle. Sandwiches him. Like, puts Kane's ankle on one steel step, uses the other steel step, and just crushes his ankle with it. Looked really cool. Lesnar leaves, Rollins comes back, and is just an asshole. This is all your fault. You deserve every second of this. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. You suck. Ah, what a dick. It was, so, it was like the promo that he needed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, that, that's how I feel. And um, hopefully, hopefully uh, Kane's cankle gets well soon. <laughs> I mean, that takes us to Battleground. That takes us, yep, that was the go-home show for Raw. So are you prepared for a battling ground? It's gonna be big. It's gonna be me. That's it. Yep. Yep. What did you think? Uh, I'm. I'm. I can't believe that it's gonna be another pay per view already. Even yep. though it's been five or six weeks since the last one, mm-hmm. it just feels like uh, this one almost doesn't matter. Yep. I don't know half the matches that are booked for this. Yep. The Divas didn't have a solidified match. Nope. Which I don't think they'll even wrestle. Nope. The tag team champions. Aren't defending against no, no they're, they, yeah no it's New Day versus Tag okay. Champs yeah okay uh, and then you got I guess Bray Wyatt and Reigns and Reigns right yeah you can do it <laughs> I t- keep keep not remembering Am- Ambrose isn't on the card Cesaro's not on the card Divas aren't on the card um, uh, 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 Neville Stardust I mean you have a lot of people who aren't booked um, which is kind of weird Rusev it's great I'm glad I'm glad. That- I get WWE Network and don't have to pay $60 for these fucking <laughs> For these Super Raws. Jesus Christ. It's funny because Raw is... I know I know this is going to end and Raw is going to be better. Excuse me. Raw is going to be better. And then Battleground. It probably will. There you go. Guys, sorry for the short show, but we did it. We made it. I feel like hell. We're I'm under like, time. I gotta like... I have to like get better and like go to bed. I feel like shit. Baby's gonna go to sleep. Oh my god. But guys, we did it. Episode 68. It's in the books. Weird, wild episode, or whatever Brian called it. Congratulations. Um, guys, you can get a hold of us. As always, go home show at mega64.com. Oh, we have emails that we should totally read, but like, I don't know if I can do it. Like, I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, email us, go home show at mega64.com. On Twitter, at go home show. Uh, the go home show.tumblr.com. Facebook.com slash the go home show. Twitch.tv slash Eric Bedour is where we stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Pacific, but probably more like 7.30, is probably when we'll be starting. Yeah. So that, that 7.30 to 8, uh, like half hour is probably, we'll start in there somewhere. Twitch.tv slash Eric Bedour. Um, go ahead and follow that, I guess. And then uh, YouTube.com slash Eric Bedour is where you can watch um, every week if you don't want to download, which you should, but that's up to you. I don't care. Leave an iTunes review and say, I hope Eric, hey, Eric, get well soon, because uh, I might die. 
I think I kind of want to die. This this show would suck if I had to do it by myself. Please don't die. Jeez, oh, you have no idea. I have to edit this. Yep. Oh, Brian, we did it. Uh, are there any uh, parting words for everyone? Yeah. Uh, life is just um, uh, fleeting. And then um, when you think about it, it's just uh, when you die, you go home.